Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the first episode of The Core Four. I'm your host, Amari Hernandez, and here with me today is Jacob, Jeff, and LJ. Um, we're just going to be talking about... Yes, okay, yes, Jacob. Very excited. I'm very excited about this. Uh, this is our pilot episode. Um, we're going to be doing this as an audio recording. And also, we're going to have a few uh, live shows for you guys, but we're going to start off with this here. So basically, the format for the show is we're each going to bring a topic in. We're going to give about three or four minutes to each co-host topic, and then we're going to be having call-ins. Today, we won't be. Today, it's just going to be us for the pilot episode. Um, you know what, LJ and Jeff, why don't you tell us how you're feeling? How bored are you? During this quarantine. What's up, guys? I mean, so bored. Yeah, I agree with Jeff, but I think this is a pretty good idea to, you know, give us something to do, give us something to look forward to, give everybody else something to listen to during this time. Yeah. That everyone everyone needs to just, I guess we just need to get used to it for a little bit because it's going to be a little, bit of, a little bit of time until this goes away. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're going to look at this as a way to unwind. Um, uh, this is not just going to be a sports show. Uh, we're going to include music, uh, maybe some movie conversations, some politics, maybe even. Bring, you can bring some comedians in, like talk about some comedians. You could talk yeah. about pop, just pop culture in general. Yep. Jeff, how you Definitely, doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Definitely involve um, the listeners, too. Have a little Q&A here and there. Yeah. Sure. Stuff like that. If anybody, uh, If anybody does not follow already, our Instagram is core underscore number four and podcast. Absolutely. All right, so you know what? Let's start with my topic here. I have a music topic here. We all we are all from the greater New York area. And my con- my conversation and my question for you guys is who is the best rapper ever to be born in New York City? Okay, so who's going to start off that? Because yeah. I know this is going to lead into a very long <laughs> interview. So. <laughs> Because, I don't know, I feel like it could go three, maybe four ways. Four, yeah, you I, say four ways. Yeah, Maybe three. But four, but maybe there's, like, three really, like, top dogs, I feel like. Okay, so who's going to – who wants to put their first uh, uh, take on this? I'll put mine out there. I'll put mine out there first because I don't think it's that big of a shocker. I mean, it might have to some people because – I know some people in this, like Amari, have a very set. I already know his answer, but um, my answer <laughs> for the, the best New York rapper, personally, this is personal, all personal. Personally, based on how much I listen to him, it has to be Jay Z. Yes, yes, thank you. It has to be. Okay, well, so well, I, I, I hear. I think Jeff, you agreed with him. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Would you like Jacob, me to go? Or you want to go? Look, you know, Jacob, you want to put you, your intake on that? You can go first because I have a very you kind of unique way to look at this. So you go first, Amari. Okay. So obviously uh, this might seem as a very biased, not it, it's not a very biased opinion at all. I just feel like I firmly, firmly believe 100% that the king of New York will always be Nas. I far in the way. Um, 
I can already there's a there's there's a tons of reasons as to why I can put Nas as the best rapper that's come out of New York. And actually coincidentally, Jay Z, if you were to compare Jay Z and Nas, it's actually Nas would most likely win that argument because Nas released the number one greatest diss track of all time and it was against Jay Z. Yeah. So it it's really that alone right there kind of cements it to me, and I know people are going to come up with different responses to that, but as as LJ said, it's uh, everyone's opinion, but I firmly believe that Nas's Illmatic is uh, the best album that's come out of New York, and actually, wow. yes, I firmly believe that, and actually people were stating that, God forbid, if anything had happened to Nas after he released Illmatic and he had passed away for some reason, that they would have probably cemented Omatic as like the top five to three greatest albums of all time, which already it is probably top ten in most. Amari, I, I hundred percent agree with you. That album is one of the best albums I've ever listened to. Like, it's amazing. I just think personally, I I guess you think differently, but I think the reason I went with Jay Z is because I think Jay Z has more better albums like consecutively than Nas has. I think 100%. Nas has made an album. Nas has made an album that was pretty good, and then kind of was like, all right, what is this? And the next one was good. And then I think for a while now he's been kind of off. I think Jay-Z was able to, like, spread out his albums and almost every single one was pretty I, good. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, even though me, that's what I'm saying. It's not a biased opinion because me personally, I've only liked about two albums that Jay-Z's had. But yeah. I've always said this to everyone, and it kind of goes in tie with what you were saying, that Jay-Z, till this day, has been the most consistent rapper year by year. That he has either released an album, a mixtape, a solo, a uh, beat, whatever it may be, a feature, but yeah. he has been the most consistent rapper in the game for the last 20 years, in my opinion. That's, right, my, that's my... Hold on, before Jacob goes, I also like don't want to leave Biggie out of this, because if Biggie were alive today, without a doubt, he oh, would without be number a doubt. one. Without a doubt, he would be number one He'd in be all top, of our list. Top Two, three all time. Like oh, he's yeah. still top three all time in for some sure. people. But yeah, he, but it wouldn't people. be a it wouldn't yeah. be a, a discussion at that point. Yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like just because of Jay Z's, like he he's been at the top of the game for so many years, and I feel like Nas was at the top of the game for like a little bit, but he just kind of fell off in my eyes. So as greatest of all time, I don't know. I think Omatic I like more than probably the Black Album or. All of Jay Z's like his, but I still take Jay Z than not. I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm just gonna give my take here, and then we're gonna move on to the next topic. But you know, I think you all made pretty much the points that I would make. I think there's three guys up there, which are the three guys we've mentioned, and I think it's all different reasons. I think you have the dominance factor in Jay Z and the hits, the consistency over the years. You have the lyrical ability and, you know, the singular best album in Nas. And I think maybe the impact factor might go to Biggie. So I think all three of them have those three things. That's a very good point. That's a very good way. That's a very good point. And I think you can, it just, I think the debate really comes down to which of those three things matter to you most. And for me, it's that dominance factor in Jay-Z. I don't yep. necessarily think that he's a better rapper than maybe either of the other two. But I just think, 
you know, you have 20 years there uh, that are just maybe unparalleled to anyone else. So I think as in terms of the word king of New York, I would have to go that route. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think we can and all just, – just to, like, throw out there, I think we can all agree that New York probably produces the best group of rappers because you still got – you still got guys like that we even mentioned. We didn't mention most deaf. We didn't mention Fifty, Rakim. Like the, all those guys are from New York, which is crazy. Yeah, I I I say it's the best. I mean, Atlanta and the West Coast are right up there, but I, I yeah. I'd probably give it to New York. I think those are definitely the big three. Yeah. Well, I, I uh, that's another very major major discussion we could have there because I sir I, I can give up a very good argument. That Chicago has has more Chicago, you know, yeah, yeah. Chicago people, people. Obviously, I don't have to mention Kanye. That's just a given. And then uh, you you can't forget about Common Lupe Fiasco, who's a legend. Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Vic Mensa. You you can't. You got names like No ID. No ID is a legend in in hip hop. A legend. So yeah. Chicago's got its own crew, and then and then. We had a prodigy. I don't know if you guys know him by the name of Chief Keith. <laughs> yeah. That's that. That's that ish. I don't like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Chief yeah. Keith definitely changed the game. You guys can like. I guess like Chief Keith. Like, all right, we laugh about it, but it's just, it's just a certain style that some people really enjoy. Look, Chief Keith is. Obviously, in a different discussion than the one we've been having. But yes, I think in a certain style, he, you know, he 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 dominates. And if you if you really value that type of music, it's just I think it comes down to the person. Yeah. But yes, he, he's up there in that respect. All right. Uh, anyone else have any specific topic they'd like to do? Maybe sports. Maybe our first sports topic. Yeah. I'll, um. I'll go with mine. I think this has been a pretty big deal for – I know we're going through a lot right now, and speaking of the coronavirus, I just started thinking about um, should the NBA players – or basically sports in general, but mostly, mostly the NBA players get paid their regular salary if the season is to get canceled? That's a great question. That's a great question. Did you um, see that report that came out? I think Woj tweeted about it or, like, had an article about it that LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving are getting paid regardless of what happens. Yeah, so I was actually going to bring that up. I have it right here. So, obviously, we all know Rich Paul is a great, amazing agent. Like, he he is the agent for probably, like, all the main um, NBA players. But not knowing, obviously, this is going to happen, but basically the whole 90% of the league are only going to get, like, are only going to get paid April 1st, and that's it. Like, they got paid, and they don't know when the next paycheck's going to come. But nine players in the league that are represented by Rich Paul are getting 95% of their contract already. Like, it's already done. And the reason right. for that was because Rich Paul and them negotiated before the season, and when they negotiated their contracts, they wanted all of their money by April 1st. So by April 1st, they get 95% of their contract. So there's obviously still a little bit left, but I mean, 95% is better than probably the rest of these guys are getting like 30, 40%. And these guys are one of the highest paid players. Yeah. 
You know what this makes me realize and kind of question. So does that mean that when NBA players are signing contracts over the summer, their contracts are actually ending? It's a calendar year. I, guess. I think so. Yeah, I guess so. Right, because otherwise, obviously, April first is basically the whole season, so that wouldn't be an issue. But I guess they're being paid by the calendar year. But you know, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? This is definitely a a, a weird issue. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that I I don't think so. I think a more extensive based uh contracts are NFL. They get a lot of and MLB right. a little bit a little bit too. But I don't know, I don't how do you guys feel about that? Do you think do you think the NBA owners should pay them or do you think they should not not pay them? Jeff, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. I'm, as a veteran personally, I've I've had to endure a season or at least the majority of an NBA season with both of the superstars out. Kyrie Irving played 20 out of, like, 60 games so far. Kevin Durant out for the year. Probably not going to see him for the 2019-2020 season. So, I mean, we brought them in knowing that we were probably going to pay them and they weren't going to play or at least we weren't going to see them together. So do they deserve to get paid still? I think yes. Because John Wall's still getting paid. We haven't seen John Wall. Yeah. in a while. He hasn't played in a minute. So, I don't know. Like, especially if the season gets canceled, I honestly don't remember the lockout days, but maybe it might turn to days like that where players just, like, go on strike or something like that. You know, and 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 what makes this difficult is I, I think there has to be just one rule over everyone about the pet. You know, as much as I believe that, obviously, the fact that certain players are contributing so much more to an organization, to Mm -hmm. a city, to a fan base than others, I feel like when it comes to pay, the fact that the better players are already making more money and that idea idea is already there, if you're going to cut the pay, then sure, the $30 million guy should be getting the same percentage knocked off from the $10 million guy. So I think definitely it has to be one or the other. You're either going to cut everyone's pay or you're going to give everyone their money. I mean, because the guys, the guys you feel bad for are like, say, say you guys got like, like, like LeBron, guys like that. Say they don't get paid. They're so, he's invested in so many things over his career. Like he, he basically doesn't even look like his NBA money isn't even the most money he's making on in his, his life. Right. Right. Like guys like, Guys like like I'm just thinking about the Lakers, Caldwell Pope. He's I can almost guarantee you he's making money just off his NBA contract. Right, and you have to remember, like yes, unless you're these top guys that have these endorsements, that is your income. You don't have any other job. Yes, I mean I think right probably I mean a large percent of the league making millions. Yeah. So that you know I don't necessarily feel bad, but I just think it's one or the other. And if I had to decide. I'd say the April 1st cutoff is fine for me. You know, I don't, like, you can't really go back on the Rich Paul thing because that was already negotiated in their contracts. Yeah, but it was just a, it was just a big, a big like, hit that less than 20 players were, were part of that, and now the rest of the NBA is just waiting right. to see what happens. I just think that's kind of inevitable. I mean, that was pre-negotiated by the teams, and I, I just think that, that can't really go into it as much as maybe it should morally. I just don't think it can. So, yeah, for me, the April 1st cutoff is fine. I think these guys are, are all going to be all right. 
Yeah, and and they also they, I think they're pretty lucky that they even gave him the April first because they they gave him two two paychecks that they weren't playing, which is which is a big deal. They still got two more, but I think they're gonna wait to see what happens with the season. I mean, I as as all of us are fans, I I really hope everything works yeah. out and they could they can at least finish the, the maybe play the playoffs. But there's some crazy there's some crazy scenarios going around that they might play on 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 cruise ships now, and it's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a weird thing. Amari, do you have a quick 30-second take before we move on to the next topic? Yeah, I feel like NBA players make millions, so they shouldn't be worrying about money. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's a perfectly reasonable. I think those uh, those eight words speak a million words, I think. Yeah. All right, so Jeff and or Amari, anything quick on your minds to talk about? Maybe we could combine here if you guys don't have anything set in stone. It's up to you. Um, um, what you guys bring up about... Oh yeah, no, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Oh, Jeff, it's, all, it's, it's your stage, bro. You go, you go. No, Mark, please. Come on, please. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, do, can I bring up? Wait, you want me to bring up my topic, or do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I kind of, I kind of have two, but uh, obviously the one that I spoke about earlier. Do you guys believe that in the next two years, if it's that, I'm, I, we, we can all assume that in two years, Thomas and Brady from uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers now retired. Do you believe that he will win another Super Bowl in the next two years? Jeff, you want me to go? You want me to go first? You want Jeff? Jeff to go first? Jeff, you want to go? Nah, you I, 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 I like to, I like to go before the the Jets fans tune in. So I just want to get my yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my take. Um, obviously, I think he's Tom Brady is the best quarterback ever. He has all these stats. I, I, Jacob knows I gloat for him. Even when last year when he didn't have that good of a season, I still thought that he could have pulled out the wins in the playoffs and he was going to the Super Bowl. Um, I was shocked when they lost to the, with, to the Titans. I think last year he it showed that he couldn't win. He was his whole career. He was able to win with these small receivers, the guys that couldn't do much. Everyone he he was the reason they're good. I think last year he really struggled. He needed those guys. He needed the top receiver type guys, and I think him going to the Buccaneers with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, That I think Chris Godwin's even better than Mike Evans, and Mike Evans is an all-star. you got guys like, I hope maybe they re-sign Perriman, but he goes from having he goes from having two guys that none of us even knew to two top five, top 10, top 15 receivers. I think that, I think winning a Super Bowl is kind of, I think it's too much, but I think Super Bowl contention Top top seed in the AFC in the NFC. My bad. Um, I think that I think I don't think that's a a far stretch. I think he has a good chance at competing for a Super Bowl spot. Um, I definitely think though, being contention, I don't think Tom Brady will ever win another Super Bowl. That's just because last year we saw Tom Brady become more of a game manager. I probably would have took Dak Prescott on my team than Tom Brady just because he Whoa. didn't do anything special. That okay, wait, wait. That you see, you see, you see, Josh, you see, Josh, you see. Did you just say? All right, so <laughs> let me <laughs> back it okay. up. All right, let me let me ask you a simple question. You have to pick one quarterback right now. Under any circumstance, you would pick Dak Prescott over Tom Brady. Last year's Dak Prescott over last year's Tom Brady, absolutely. No, no, I mean right now you have to pick one quarterback. Right now, this moment, oh. you have to find the. the Oh wait, any quarterback right now? 
No, no. Between right now, you have the contract set. You have to pick between Dak and Tom Brady. Who would you pick? But last year, Tom Brady, like Tom Brady that played last year. Well, no, like he no. means you mean going into next season, right? Yeah, yeah. going into next yeah, season. Going yeah, going into yeah. next season. Say you're the you're Jeff. Say you're the say you're whatever team. Next season, they're both there. Who would you give the money to if they want the exact same amount of money? Who would you who would you give the money to? Probably Dak. That's ridiculous. Probably Dak because I don't think I think Tom Brady already peaked. I mean, we know Tom Brady. I mean, we know that, but yeah. Tom Brady okay. peak. Tom Brady. Tom Brady mid level peak is ten times better than Dak Prescott. For game manager wise, I feel like you, Dak Prescott will yeah, be more. I just want to give you a scenario. Say Tom Brady was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys with that team last year. They are an NFC favorite easily. They went eight. They went nine and seven, eight and eight with with that with that amazing team that they get. They built around them. I I had them as my favorite last year. I didn't think there was anything wrong with that team. I think the new coaching change would do wonders for them. Well, clearly there was something wrong with that team when you have Amari Cooper, then you have a spectacular, yeah, I would say it's it's pretty good defense, amazing pickup they did in that linebacker. I, I forgot his name. I think it's very Yes, extremely oh, spectacular. Yeah. A pick. Then they then they have Ezekiel Elliott. The two main problems in the Cowboys organization was by far and away Jerry Jones and it's Dak and Prescott. I've watched Dak Prescott for five years now since he was in Mississippi State. He's a mediocre quarterback. He's not good. He is I think, not good. I think there's so much that there's not there's too much that like they were trying to blame on Garrett. Then it was Jerry Jones. Like I know it's a, some of its problem, but. This, this, that's well, you have to admit, LJ, you're, you got the Cowboys losing forty-six to seven, and uh, and then Jason Garrett's still smiling, and slapping the asses. Of the yeah, players. no, yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. I definitely think it's a problem, but I think that this, I think Dak Prescott's got to take blame. I do not think he's a top. He's I, like he's he's fighting for most money in, in the league, and I just really don't think he's worth it. Like no. you got guys like you, the, you got guys like Wilson. You got guys like you got guys like I mean. Drew Brees, Rodgers, those are the guys that are making the most money. Dak Prescott is not a—he's not a franchise quarterback. I'm sorry. No, I agree. And look, I, I'm going to give you my take on the initial Brady question. And first off, I'd like to say, I—it's I, very—it's—it's it's a very tricky thing. And every time I've given it thought, I—I've pictured completely different things. I mean, I can picture them playing in the Super Bowl next year. I really can. But I could also picture them in that unbelievable, now very much improved division if you look at it. The Saints yeah. are, are, are very good, no question. But don't forget, the Falcons added Todd Gurley. I don't think the Falcons, the, the Falcons, Panthers have a new coach, a, a new, new quarterback. quarterback, and one of the best running backs in the league. So what I'm saying is, I just, I really, it's, I, I wish I could answer. I don't know. I mean, I, if I had to put money on it, I'd say no. I'd say he will not win another Super Bowl. The NFC is very good. It's, the that, it's by far not great. It's not a great defense by any means. Out of curiosity, because I, I, I don't know about this at the top of my head, is who's the running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the main running back? Uh, I Ronald think Jones? Ronald Jones, yeah. Maybe Ronald Jones. I'm not sure if they signed anybody. But I, yeah, last year now, it was, it was now, Ronald Jones. 
fantasy speculation, fantasy speculation, if the Buccaneers signed Todd Gurley, would you give him a chance at the Super Bowl? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I would. I, I, I just can't believe the, everything that happened with Todd Gurley. I really can't. I think healthy, 100% healthy. He's a top five back in the league. I And that seems bold because running back is a stacked position in this league, but I really believe that. And I think that addition to the Falcons is exactly on the, on the nose, exactly what that team needed. And now that they're... I don't, I don't believe that. I, I don't agree oh, with yes, that. Oh, yes. They need I, defense, too. Yes. The Falcons... But, continue, Jacob. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just saying, yes, they needed they need defense most. Uh, they did make a couple moves on defense, though, if you take a look. I can't tell you the exact names, but I just know the Falcons improved, the Panthers improved, and I'm not saying they're better than the Buccaneers, but it's not an easy road, and you can't forget those teams who any given year you can pick to win the NFC. I mean, they have a chance any given year. One, one more question for you guys. Even though this is most likely 100% not going to happen, if the Steelers, by any chance, acquire Cam Newton, do you see a Super Bowl chance for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, by, I am a huge fanatic. I think I think Cam Newton deserves to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think the Panthers did him dirty. I don't think, personally, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is better than Cam Newton. I think they just wanted to, to change something else because a new coach. They like to get new guys. New quarterback. Well, I get, Cam I understand Newton it. hasn't been healthy in four years. Right. right. I'm I not trying to say. I personally think that if you're going to give if you're going to give Teddy Bridgewater that money, like how much of a resume does he have? Like he he doesn't have a resume. He's kind of just been. He's had a very odd career. Like you can't really say anything good about him. You can say he's pretty. He's okay. Like the yeah. New York Jets. Like the New, York, the, Jets, only, the New York Jets. He's the him. first. He's the first and only NFL quarterback. To tear his ACL during practice. <laughs> I don't think that's maybe that I don't, I don't think that's true. He, yeah, no, he tore his ACL because he was practicing the uh, he was practicing snaps and he literally tore his ACL doing a job step back. I guess we we also we all forget that he he was he did take the Fal- the Vikings to the super to the yeah. to, yeah, to the playoffs games. Yeah, to the playoffs, and he got hurt the next year, and then after that, he just went downhill because they ended up having Keenum. He did really good. So, I mean, I think he has something to prove. I think it's good for him. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Don't get me wrong. But I think Cam He's Newton, fun to watch. I think, I think Cam Newton definitely should be a starting quarterback. I kind of wanted him to see him go to the Chargers because I don't, I don't understand the whole Tyrod Taylor situation that they want to go with Taylor. But That doesn't make any sense. But I think the only chance is Cam <laughs> Newton. He goes, to the, he goes to the Chargers, maybe the Steelers, because I, I saw some rumors about that. But I think Roethlisberger has that job because it's Roethlisberger. Yeah, fifteen, but he's also yeah. fifty nine years old. Yeah, and he has a very enormous beard now. I don't know if you guys saw that weird thing. Yeah, he did say. He did say. He did say. Wait, wait, because I obviously I'm a huge Steelers fan. I keep in the news every single day. He did say that he would he would have not shaved his beard until he can throw the football again fully. About eight months ago, he said that. So that's why his beard's <laughs> like that. So I'm not even lying to you. He literally said that like eight months ago when he first like tore his ligament in his elbow. He said, "I'm not going to shave my beard until I can tell fully." No, don't get me wrong, because we all forget the. I mean, Mariah doesn't forget, but the Steelers with this new. Would you, we should bring it up the new um, playoff bracket that they're. I think I don't know if they voted yet, but I, most likely it's going through. 
Um, it, it's going to be 14 teams, not 12, and it adds the extra game, extra game to both sides. And the Steelers would have been in the playoffs last year with, what is it, Drew Hodges? What was his name? Devlin. Uh, Devlin Hodges? His nickname is yeah. Duck. Duck. Yeah. Like, they I, they changed their quarterback last year more times than any other team, and they were 8-8. Like that's that's that. that I think really I firmly good. believe, and I'll still say it. Mike Tomlin should have won Coach of the Year with four quarterback changes ending up in the play. And the I believe it was the they were one slot away from the wild card. We lost to the Titans. Yeah, you and know you know uh, why? Yeah, you know you know why you guys didn't make the playoffs because you guys lost to the Jets. What? Yeah. What? True. When you guys when you guys lost to the Jets, they that that was when you guys could have solidified it right there. Yeah, you guys had control of your own destiny. It doesn't. It doesn't matter because the Jets. Uh, the Jets have been out of the picture, the playoff picture for many years, and the Jets have been out of any picture for many years. So let's let's move on to another conversation because we're okay, not going to compare right. the Steelers. It's true though. It's true. That'll okay, be on right. the next show. That will be the next show because I'm gladly yeah, talk could. about that. But right. um, yeah, we could we could definitely oh, do that. Please stop it. <laughs> All right, next show. All right. Oh wait, real quick, oh, wait, real quick. Wait, wait. Wait. I do want to. Real quick. Wanna, I do want to finish what I was saying about the Dak and Brady thing because I felt like we left that unanswered. What I think right now is that they have the same floor, right? I don't think Tom Brady – I do think he's better, but I don't think he's that much better and would do make that much of a difference other than maybe experience, which would maybe serve well in the fourth quarter or something like that. But I think Dak Prescott does have experience, but I think he has a higher ceiling. Yeah, That's definitely, but Tom Brady's 45 years old, so I'm, right. his feeling is, is hit already. But um, <laughs> real quick. The conversation was if you had one season. Real quick, I just want to bring he up. Said, um, he said his feeling hit already. <laughs> real quick, I just want to see um, how you guys feel about Winston. Should Winston be a starting quarterback? Yeah. I think they should make it, and this is a joke of a conversation. I think they should make make an ESPN Jameis Winston 30 for 30 for the atrocity that he had last year because he had 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. So I think ESPN should make a move on this and make a, uh, <laughs> but, a three-day documentary over his I don't know, spectacular I'm, year. I really don't think he's that bad. I think he – 30. if you throw 30 touchdowns, it's, it's a big deal. Like, yeah. he led the league in touchdowns. I think, I think he can adjust his interceptions. You can't just start throwing touchdowns, but you can you can start to minimal minimize those interceptions. I think that needs to be in the right position. And I really don't I really don't see why the Patriots shouldn't take a chance on him. Send him to New Patriots, England. I think Belichick can really improve this guy, this kid, and I really think he he can be good. I think one Send person him to New England. Who, I think one person who should have made a major change, and and I, I feel like. I I just feel like Jameis Winston is another is is another Dak Prescott. You cannot have I will have no faith in a quarterback that throws thirty touchdowns with another thirty interceptions. That practically means that every game you were just throwing it up there, hoping that someone ca- caught it because you just you that's that's unheard of. Especially with guys with, with guys like yeah. Evans and, and Godwin, yeah. You don't and throw Perryman. thirty interceptions and thirty touchdowns. You just you that's unheard of. You, you just yeah. 
Yeah, like, I'm not even trying to joke around. It's just it's unheard of. It's yeah, unheard it's, of. it's 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 he needs definitely something scenario. we've never seen. He needs a good situation. That's his only chance. He needs a good coach, and he needs. You know, I I agree with LJ. I think it's possible to be minimized, but like it's not looking good because the teams left are are not really, except for the Patriots, they're not really bright options. No, I think the Chargers would be a good option. What do you say? I think. Even though I think the Chargers are going to draft Tua or Herbert in the draft, I think he's a good backup option or maybe somebody to plug in for the first couple of weeks until you get those quarterbacks acclimated to the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't mind. I I personally think with this, with just real quick, because I know we're towards the end, um, these quarterbacks in this draft, I think a lot of them are pro-ready. I personally think that Herbert's going to be – so this is my – just take on it. I think Herbert's going to be the best quarterback out of all of them, but I think he's going to take a little bit to get to be in the league, so I don't think he'd be starting this year. So I think if he goes to the Chargers, if he goes to the Chargers, I think Winston, I think they need a quarterback to be there for a year or or maybe a little bit longer. Cam or James would be good options. I'm just, I'm just putting this out there. I am, I'm I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I feel like the most prepared because I love looking at quarterbacks before they go into college. I feel like the next Aaron Rodgers, the person who is going to probably be picked up by the Patriots if they make some moves because they need to make moves very quickly to start their their new uh, revamp now. I feel like the most the best QB coming out of the draft right now is Jake from State Farm. I wow. feel like Jake from yeah Jake State Farm. I think wow. I think he is the most prepared. I've watched him for a few for two years now. I think he might be the next Aaron Rodgers of the NFL. I wow. think I was I think he's very good. I think he's really underrated, and I think the reason he's underrated is because Jordan Love is going very high now. Like he's climbing his rankings. I think that that since he's so high now, they're kind of like, all right, what team really needs him? Because I personally think. If Jordan Love drops for some reason, the Patriots definitely should take him in the first round over from. Yeah, I think so too. Jordan Love wait, is a who, beast. Wait, who just who just say that they should pick up instead of from? Oh, uh, the Patriots. Like instead of from Jordan Love, if he's still there. This is a deep draft. There's a lot Very of yeah. deep. Really, draft. this first round, this from this first round, is stacked with quarterback tackles and receivers. I've never seen something this stacked with receivers before. Yeah. yeah, and even you're gonna be if, getting you're gonna be getting third round third you're gonna be getting third round receivers that honestly should be getting drafted high seconds or or late or late first. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah. baby, very yeah, very good. I, I agree, I agree completely, and I think definitely on our next show we should we could go down the line and say what specific teams maybe the Jets Jets and Giants who they should take. Yeah, I think that's great. I think next show. We'll also touch upon some movie stuff. I like we could rank some movies. We could say our uh, best movies in certain genres for certain actors. I That's agree. All good. That's all good. So yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Any closing remarks? I think um, I think for our first one, I think it went pretty well. I, agree. I hope everyone else. I hope anyone that listens to it enjoys it and. We'll get we'll get it'll it'll get smoother down the road. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Uh, but I this appreciate you guys. 
Yes, this was very fun. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and watching. Um, yep. My final take, I just want to say that no NFL team should sign Jameis Winston after that atrocity that he had <laughs> last season. That's it. That's my take. final take. Right, all please, you- please, all 32 teams, just save yourselves. Please. <laughs> you, you just don't know what's going to come out of them. You don't know. It might be a touchdown. might be an interception. You don't know. 30 for 30 idea right here. Amari Hernandez. Post it. Yeah. Give us, call ESPN now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to call him. I want I want Brian Windhorst to be the the <laughs> the narrator <laughs> the narrator. <laughs> no, I want Rachel All right, Nichols. Rachel Nichols. All right, thank you for watching. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning into the Core Four Podcast.